Hi, I'm Katie Churchill, and this is a WCSU interview for webcamstartup.com. Today I'm here with Allison Sparks. Hi, Allison. Hey. Now, Allison is a model whose face you will never see. She's one of our famous faceless models. Allison, can you introduce yourself a little bit for people who might not be familiar with you? So I'm a clip creator and a writer. Um, I've been doing sex work for about four years. And when I started, I started with camming and obviously I did show my face. And then I kind of made the decision not to because that makes me feel more comfortable, at least at the moment. I mean, I might change it at some point, but for now it's fine. So how did you originally get into the adult industry and into camming? So for me, it was, well, I was, I was 18 and I was a music student and I couldn't just get like a regular job, like a waitressing job or whatever, because my schedule was all over the place. So I was looking for jobs online and obviously found camming. Oh, cool. So what, um, now that you've been in the industry for a few years, what's your favorite part of the industry? Um, I think the diversity, there's like so many different kinds of people. And yeah, I mean, I could, I've made some great connections. So. And how about your least favorite part of the industry? Um, hmm. I mean... I guess I could mention two things. One comes from the inside and one from the outside, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like from the inside, well, obviously we have some bad apples in the industry and you don't always know who's who's good and who's bad, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And from the outside, obviously, the stigma that we're facing, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of being a faceless model, do you find it challenging to set that boundary with customers how do people react when you say well the content won't show my face um with videos and all that they don't really ask i mean i've tried maybe like once or twice i tried to be on cam um on mv live i think without showing my face and they were like oh can you show your face and just kept bugging me about it and i was like oh i don't know what to do here like i don't want to show my face but with content, you don't show your face. Do you find it easier to, um, what's, what's a good way of asking this? I know what I want to ask, but I don't know how to put it into words. Do you find it challenging? Cause I know like I do a lot of role play and a lot of, um, that kind of thing. And so I find, you know, I'm staring into the lens all the time. I'm probably creepily staring you down right now. <laughs> um, because that's something I really focus on is that eye contact to build intimacy. Do you find it challenging to do that? Or do you just, does it just come naturally to you now to kind of use your voice more to create that connection? I mean, for me, it's pretty easy. And also I don't have to do my makeup if I don't show my face. So oh. there's that. That's brilliant. <laughs> I sometimes film clips where I'm looking away from the camera, like mm -hmm. ass worship or something. And I'm like, I don't feel like putting makeup on today. So we're only going to film my feet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so um, 
you said you've tried camming with it. You also do phone sex, is that correct? Yes, I started that in December, so that's still a pretty new thing for me. I'm still uh, trying to get used to it. How do you like it? I always, I do a lot of phone sex, so I always love asking people who are new to it if they, like, how they feel about it. Um, I feel like I'm, I guess, quite picky when it comes to the customers that I want to attract, because if someone calls and they just want to get straight into the sex talk, I'm a bit uncomfortable. Like, I prefer, usually, like, older guys call and they... You know, just talk about life, like, oh, I've been doing this, like, and, you know, talk about their interests a bit, and that kind of eases me in. So after that, I'm more comfortable doing the sexy stuff. And how do you aim to attract customers like that who are going to take that slower approach? I mean, I tried to mention that on my uh, profile, kind of like, well, that I, I guess, want to excite them not only sexually, but also like intellectually um yeah that kind of thing and you also write for why not yeah and how did you get into doing that um so basically last year i i was kind of on xbiz more trying to make connections and all that and then uh jay contacted me about it um and that's that's kind of how how i started yeah Cool. So out of all the things that you do, phone sex, clips, content, what is your favorite thing to do? Um, hmm. Like if money didn't come into it, what would you spend your day doing? That's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like picking your favorite child, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it depends on my mood, I guess. I mean, probably two favorite tasks for now, editing videos and writing. Oh, yeah. Bless you people who like editing videos. That's my, <laughs> that is my least favorite part of the work. <laughs> um, and do you do a lot of fetish work or no? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess most most of my clips are fetish related, yeah. And what's your favorite or most requested fetish? Um, I guess the most popular is pad bulge fetish, which is like a really small niche, but um somehow it took off, so yeah. What's that? <laughs> I I've never heard that one. What is it? literally anything to do with pads um yeah basically like, like, video period, can... like period pads right yeah <laughs> what do you describe a pad bulge fetish video for me sorry i'm fascinated i mean let's say that could be like and let's say ass worship video but you're like wearing like lace panties and a pad or, you know, it could be, let's say, like a simple masturbation video, but you're also wearing a pad. Or, you know, you can, like, incorporate it in so many things. Um, yeah. Wow. I have a new fetish to film next week. 
<laughs> I had no idea that I knew the tampon string was a thing. I've done several videos with that. But mm -hmm. the pad bulge. Fascinating. I love finding new fetishes. It is my one of my favorite things. Yeah, me too. So pad bulge and that's your that's one of your most popular fetishes, eh? At the moment, yeah. And what category do you put it under? Is there a category for that on sites? I mean, on many vids there is, yeah. Wow. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so excited by this. I'm always looking for new stuff to try. So obviously, mm -hmm. I'm headed over to the pad bulge world. That's my <laughs> next. I'll have to buy some supplies. I don't have any. But and it, what's your favorite one to do? Um... Hmm. Another tough question, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, recently I, in the past couple of months, I started doing uh, giantess videos mm -hmm. because someone requested a custom and then he kept coming back. So I was like, okay, I was a bit hesitant at first because I feel a bit insecure about my body especially from those angles where I'm looking bigger than I actually am mm -hmm. um but that that was challenging but also like when I put it all together and I saw how it looked I was like wow I actually did this this is pretty great so yeah I quite enjoyed that that's awesome and did you do any like special effects or green screen with it or did you just shoot the angles Oh, just the angles, yeah. Because if you like editing, there's some wild giantess like special effects and green screen stuff you can do. I've seen some pretty yeah. amazing giantess videos. Uh, I mean, I'm not like an editing pro. I still have lots to learn, so. <laughs> I haven't really um, had any customs with my face in it. And no one has, like, wait, I think maybe a few people have asked but I just generally told them like sorry I, I don't do that um yeah and when it comes to weird customs I mean nothing is too weird I'd say I'm just I guess one turn off for me is when someone comes up with a, a very complicated idea and then it's like, like a five minute custom they want me to like <laughs> squeeze it all in and also do it for super cheap and I'm just like, no, that's not I did, happening. I did one of those recently where I looked at the script that he had and I thought, oh, this is great. I love this idea. I'm so into this. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at the bottom and he was like, can you do this in five minutes, please? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought this would be at least a 15 minute video, buddy. Like I was thinking I could maybe at a pinch squeeze it into 10 if we took out this part in the middle. He's going five mm -hmm. minutes, please. I did manage to get it done in five minutes, but I had to skip parts of the script, which he ended up not even noticing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I, I mean, I warned him. I said, listen, I'm not going to be able to do everything in five minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, do you ever feel. I do have like some funny stories, I guess, but then it kind of, I worried that it might sound like I'm talking shit about customers. I have that too. And I always try. <laughs> 
I generally try not to ask people that because I mean, I have a couple funny stories that I tell because I know that it's customers who've gone to lots of people. And one of them told me it's fine to tell his story um, because he doesn't mm-hmm. care as long mm-hmm. as I don't use his name um, or a couple specific things from the video. But a lot of my customs I resell too. So even if they're like kind of weird and wild, everybody's going to see them anyway. So it's kind of okay for me mm-hmm. to tell like the storyline of the custom, but not necessarily about the interaction with the customer. Um, but I've had some great ones. Mm-hmm. I had one where I had to, I magically turned my boyfriend into a turkey. And then I like, <laughs> saw, I massaged the turkey with like butter and olive oil. And then I baked it and like looked in the oven and made fun of him for being a turkey. And then I was going <laughs> to cook him and eat him. Then I got to eat the turkey, like talking about eating my boyfriend. It was, it was weird. It's also very hard to find a turkey in June. This was yeah. a couple of years ago, but it was like the middle of the summer and I was looking for a turkey. So I got like the smallest, most ratchet looking turkey. It looked like it had been in a fight. Like it was so beat up. I found it like in the bottom of a freezer at the grocery store. And I was like, we're going to do this. And it was so, it was so fun. And you know what? That custom has sold a few times since I posted mm-hmm. it for resale. So he's clearly not the only one. <laughs> that always blows my mind when I do a custom that I'm like, this is never going to resell, but I'm going to put it up anyway. And yeah. then a few people buy it. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. there really is a community for everything. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of me with the giantess video. I I was like, okay, this script is like wild, wildly specific. So who's going to buy it? And then, and then a couple of people did pretty quickly. And I was like, okay, like maybe I could, you know, film some more videos in, um, in this category. So, yeah, no, it's, I, that's one of the things that always fascinates me is which custom videos resell. Mm-hmm. It's something I always look at because I just, I find it, fa- I'm o- almost always wrong about which customs will be the most popular resellers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was I going to ask? Do you ever feel like people try to bargain you down on price because you don't show your face? Like, do they ever try to use that as like a bargaining chip to make you cheaper? Um, not really, no. Wow. Almost everything I thought about faceless models, you have just been like, no. (laughs) I mean, what else did you think? Well, I had no idea. So when I first started camming, it was very much people would ask like, oh, do I have to show my face? And everyone was basically would say, yeah, you do. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. guys are going to harass you. They're going to try to bargain down your price. Like if you're serious about this, you have to show your face and so on. But you've managed to establish yourself very well with, you know, Mm -hmm. from the neck down. And I just I find that fascinating. Maybe it was just a different attitude. And I mean, I was asking models, admittedly. I never tried it without showing my face um, because they convinced me because I kind of wanted to start out like maybe not showing my face because I didn't really know how to do makeup. <laughs> and I sort of look like a potato. Uh, well, I look like an, my face looks like an egg. I have no eyebrows. So my face looks like an egg. So I thought, <laughs> you know, until I get good at makeup, I just won't show my face. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think maybe the attitude was just different. Um, I started like eight years ago. And I think now, especially with like OnlyFans and things, I think customers are a bit more accepting because there's a lot of faceless OnlyFans models who do very well. (laughs) Yeah. 
So I think I mean I think even before that there were like you know on Pornhub and stuff like that a lot of uh, creators who don't show their faces and I feel like when it comes to um videos and stuff people they don't wonder that often like oh why is she not showing her face on live shows it's trickier because you know first of all um most campsites are not fine with you not showing your face really and then yeah it's that's a thing because like oh what if you're actually someone else oh you know? right with the age verification and your id yep. and stuff oh i never thought of that oh it's but, really but frustrating it, but clip sites don't care yeah hmm interesting yeah campsite's not okay with not showing your face oh I mean, some are, but I think there are very few. That's really interesting that they're fine with that, but not with videos. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Are there any other kind of, like, ID verification roadblocks you've come up against with not showing your face, or has it just been campsites have a problem with it? Um, generally just campsites. I mean maybe there was like one or two fan sites where you had to have your face in the profile picture um but that's about it hmm, interesting i like that i never would have thought of that <laughs> oh, anyway um and have you got any exciting new projects that you're working on or anything any plans coming up are you thinking of attending any events next year or anything or is it just Still, I mean, with the events, I mean, it's still kind of up in the air because of COVID. Um, so I mean, I would like to at some point, I just don't know when will that be possible. I've never Um, attended any, I've never attended any events. Oh, I did go to one in Quebec here in Canada. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I'm thinking 2022, 2022, I'd like to go to some. Because I want yeah. all the free, like, girls always come away with all these, like, free t-shirts and everything. I, want the, <laughs> I just want the free t-shirt and all the stickers. That's what I'm going mm-hmm. for. I have a big water bottle. I need stickers. <laughs> and have you got any projects or anything you're working on over the summer? Um, so, I'm still wondering if I should come back to camming or not. I'm still undecided about that part, especially because of the no face thing because I have to kind of figure out how to um, get around that if I can. And then like, how do I even like stay engaging if I'm not showing my face? So that's something I'm thinking about. You could try Skype camming. Uh, I don't know. I've never been like a big fan of like indie camming. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, I'm an I'm an indie cam girl, um, but it's it takes a very specific type of person, I think, because mm-hmm. you have you have to hustle a lot more. Yeah, you're really you get a way higher payout, but in mm-hmm. exchange for that, you have to bring a lot of your own traffic. <laughs> so it is. It can yeah. be pretty can be pretty tough. It's a so yeah. When it comes to um, when it comes to the project, I mean. I guess one thing that's definitely happening is, so I already have my own website, Mm -hmm. but 
it's you know just like basic wordpress thing just pretty much just a blog and i want it to have something more mm-hmm. um so currently i'm in the process to moving um in the process of moving to vx pages oh nice yeah so that's pretty exciting so far i mean obviously like now i'm just rambling (laughs) (laughs) so that's great working on your website is always a huge undertaking mine is about two years out of date at the moment uh, well. And I keep, I, yeah, I keep saying, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to fix it up. But I never have. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for two years now. I think the photo on it even is two years old, probably. But <laughs> good good luck with working on your uh, thing. And hopefully you'll get a chance to work with Nikki Knight over there at VX Pages. She's fantastic. Oh, I'm already working with her. Oh, yeah. wonderful. I love her. Yeah, well, Allison. If people would like to see more of you, where can they find you? So my website is itsallisonsparks.com. Mm-hmm. They can also find me on many vids, um, X Hamster, Night Flirt, Pornhub. And it's we all will- the same. Great. And we will put all of Allison's links in our show notes for this so that you can easily click on them and go find her everywhere. And also you can find her writing regularly at Why Not. Why Thank Not, Cam. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Allison, for coming and chatting with us today. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'm Katie Churchill, and this has been another WCSU interview for webcamstartup.com. Bye. Bye.